Yes, yes, welcome back to the Energy Exchange Pod. What's going on? What's up, what's up? How are we doing this week? My name's Arvin. This is Miles. And, and we're we here. In the stew. We in the stew, cooking up. It was nice today, Miles. The sun's shining. But we capped. I capped. How? I pulled up outside with a sweater as if I, as if it was LA July. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I got on the bike. Next thing I knew, I was by the lake because that's what we do in Canada. It gets a little yeah. warm. We go down by the that's lake. That's a fact. It's negative too. Yeah, well, that's why you go by the water. It's a little chillier. Yeah. I actually played myself too, but in the opposite sense. I went to go, I went to Ajax to hit up my barber, and I had on my whole parka hoodie. You know what I mean? You were sweating. You were Brother, sweating. You I got the drops dry. again? Bro, come on, man. I was sweating. I was like, man, what the hell? Like, why did I do this to myself? You're trying, you to, trying to come prepared. Hey, Miles, when's the last time you were at a barber? Now, you just slipped that in casually. Yeah, you know. But to I, me, I, didn't mean to flex I got it. ears going. I got hairs going into my ears. So, excuse <laughs> me. So, I haven't been to a barber recently. So, how long have you been out the game? That was my first cut. I would say in like fucking five months, maybe. Wow. Yeah. So and how and my hair on a regular long. basis? I go two weeks, two two weeks, two three weeks. weeks. Yeah, two three Look weeks. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. I, I at least get a three lineup. Three weeks is usually where I'm at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, cause women don't have this problem. Now, when they go get their hair done, yeah, they spend the bag and they make it look fire. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but they but we're we're going every <laughs> two or three weeks, you know, to make sure that. We're not. We're, we're looking relevant. That's how I like looking at it. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't been in the cave all week. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. right now, I've been in the cave, bro. But the once you get that fresh eyes, like I think we said it on one of our old episodes, like it is a ten out of ten feeling, brother. Like it is such a flex. You know what I mean? And I went to my old barber, who I, who I, you know, I, I beat with. I beef with over LeBron James and Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. Remember, I told you that. Yep, and I went you told to, the pot. Yeah, and you yeah, told the yeah. Energy Exchange fam. Yeah, too. I went to go. Um, I went to see them, and it was all it was all love and hugs and stuff. You know, that's um, nice. so it was sick. It was sick to see them, and they're they're getting older. You know what I mean? They like it's just crazy because it's been like ten years of from when I first went there till now, right? So I've seen them age. They've seen me age. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's it's a whole vibe. Yes, sir. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. I but like that uh, yeah, and what 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 happened in your week? Any any highlights? I know for me personally, the weather was just nicer. There was a couple nice days. Chilling vibe, you know. For sure, and that really changes a lot. Perspective. It does. Um, I don't know. I don't know for me, Miles. This week was. It's been kind of a short week. I feel like it went by really quick, just because there was news that we're back in the gray zone. Facts. Which is great news for mm. the Torontonians, at least. I mean, like, we're getting there step by step. Strictest lockdown in North America here within our kilometer radius where we're at right now on Queen Street. But, um, yeah, uh, NBA All-Star Game. Yes. All-Star Game and the festivities were on one night. So yeah. did you check it out? I did. I watched it. I was actually in the, uh, in the studio with my homie Bueller. Shout out to Bueller. He was cooking, going crazy. But you know when you see someone in their element, and it's like, damn, like that's exactly what they're supposed to be doing, and you could just, it's you could feel it more than you could see it. I was watching him in the booth, bro. There's like these little boom bat beats that we were playing back and forth, and we're all just freestyling, kicking it, and then this guy just goes on the mic and like maybe in five minutes makes like 
a super fire song. You know what I mean? With just some throwaway bars that he had on his phone, bro, mm. it almost brought me to tears. Wow. I was like, this is exactly what this human being is supposed to be doing. You know, and it's like, it was crazy to see other people seeing it. Talk about energy. Then. Bro, it was such a trip, you know? Like, I was talking about, it was like a shrooms high without the shrooms. Mm. Like, it was weird to just see it and feel it, you know? Wow. Yeah, but, yeah, so while that's happening, the All-Star Game's on. It was um, it was so much fun, bro, that All-Star Game. Okay, no, let me ask like, you from the get-go, like, yeah. skills challenge, what'd you think? Any comments? Quickly, we'll you, go through all the ones. I, I didn't see the skill challenge. I, I didn't see it. Okay, okay, I didn't fair see enough. it. Doncic came it. out like he didn't care. I saw the that highlights. Was classic, though. That's, I saw the highlights. That's how he does Lazy. it. Lazy. But it was cool. Big men taking over. Anyways, next three point. Who, who won the skills competition? I thought it was a uh, shitty locker Sabonis. Nikolai Vucevic actually v- won. Vucevic? Vucevic won. Damn, there's a lot of bitches out okay. here. Yeah, yeah. He's a sick bitch. <laughs> no, that's what Shaq said, right? Um, I caught when see when I when I tuned into the All Star Day, it was the three point shootout. I tuned into Steph Curry was like just about to start, and that's when he dropped thirty one. As if I don't tuned know into that round. That he's the greatest shooter yeah. out. I remember yeah. someone tweeted that last summer, and I quoted it, and I said, before the season started, and I said, Armin Zargari. Like, it said, Michelle, uh, this is exactly what it said, Miles, actually. It said, Barack Obama says Steph Curry is the greatest shooter of all time. And I was like, Armin Zargarian says that grass is green. <laughs> and that's word, how I feel word. about Steph Curry and shooting, and he word. really put on. But then how about at the All-Star game, him and Dame? They were doing some extraterrestrial come alien. On, come on, let's talk about it. Skills. Come on. Like that's not shit. So you so we all know that Steph Curry is like a cheat code, right? Like he just is that. Yeah. You know what I mean? The ball just goes in for him. No matter the difficulty, the scenario, he just has that ability to get the bucket. You know? Which is so weird because we don't consider him a great in the clutch. We don't. We don't, which is why. It was so sick to see Dame Dalla do everything that Steph was doing on the same platform. Because who he's closed? A, come on. Who had who, the game who winner? Who won the game from half court? Who should Yo, have? Yo, fam, we saw three shots from half court. I don't, like, think about that. We're not talking about four feet behind the three-point line, eight feet behind the free throw line, the three-point line. We're talking and about pulling up from half, like, legit jumpers. That's do you see? The key. Look at how far Legit the ball travels. Is the key miles. Holy fuck! Because it's not like running up when you're at the in the schoolyard and dashing one up. It's like two feet planted, elevation. You know, shoot. Yeah. Uh, so, fam, it's amazing. Like to see, to see them have that ability of just like long range shooting, effortlessly. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro. Now I understand why so many kids are just chucking up threes because it's possible, right? Like, I'm more likely to shoot a three half court three nice than to do like a 360 windmill cram, you know what I mean? Right. So, there's a lot of kids, that's why the the whole kind of dynamic of the league has changed. Um, how do you feel about Giannis going 16 for 16? And getting the MVP of the All-Star Man, I feel like Giannis had such a great time and he was actually loose and enjoying himself. And look what happens when that's the case. He goes 16 for 16 and he looks like the most dominant player in the league. Steph Curry and Dame Dalla can shoot threes. Giannis 
can't really shoot threes, but he does just about everything else better than any player in the league. Maybe not throwing dimes either, but if we're talking rebounding, defense, in the paint. It's just in the paint. In the paint. He's a complete paint like beast. Monster. Like when he jumps with two arms raised and the ball, it's like why even like defenders just start running up the court to play to set up position. Like they know they can't stop that. That's a monster. You know? 100%. His rival paint god is Zion Williamson. And it looked like he was about to get injured out there. I'm not going to lie. I feel like Stan Van Gundy was, was on his tippy toes on the, on the edge of his seat watching the All-Star game. Because they tried to throw a lob to Zion almost every like opportunity they got, which was hilarious from the older All-Star veterans throwing it up to the young buck. That was great, bro. And wanted him to see him slam. But the dunk contest was pretty weak. Uh, also, Miles, jumping back to the skills, change it back to the timed not mm. who gets in the basket. Because at the end, it was almost every time, Miles, they were playing, they were playing uh, jump. I don't know, what's it called? Bump? Bump. Why did I call it jump, bro? Bump. I'm oh, washed up, bro. Have, I'm nah, washed, Nah, allow it, allow it. I haven't hooped in a year. Allow it, allow it, allow it, allow it, allow it. It's like they're playing bump at the end. Whoever hits the, sh- the shot wins yeah. type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think timing... Brings an element of competitiveness where it's like if Doncic wants to slack and look like big old chubs in his, his warm up, mm. his time is actually going to reflect it. He's not just going to be a couple steps back. You know what I mean? Like it just shows the difference more. Yeah. But anyways, moving on. Um, I wanted to ask you quickly, Miles, if you had watched that documentary I, I um, Which, mentioned last episode. We, there's briefly. a couple. We do like a little Netflix segment. Yeah. So there's a couple things we went over. Which documentary did you... And I feel like we're both watching more Netflix than we usually do. Yeah. That would be time hooping, being outside, being at work, etc., etc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but um, yeah, I, there, uh, there's something in the water. Mm. Uh, the environmental racism I watched it. I watched it too. Yo, you know what's crazy? Oh my god, where do you start with that documentary? Because it's hard to like it's hard to see that in full form to like in long in long palatable forms. Like usually you read an article or you see a post and you you know what I mean? You digest it and then you scroll away and you don't really feel the lasting effects on it. Or you might see something on like Twitter, people protesting or you know what I mean, the pipeline and you just you kind of live in it for a second, and then you get away from it. But when I watched this documentary, bro, it was like living in it in full form for like an hour and a bit, and it was like intense, bro. I'm like, yo, these guys don't have water, yo, fam. What? Sorry, there's just a lot going through my mind yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. When the lady was riding around her neighborhood that she grew up because they had a huge fucking landfill that they threw everything from like burned burned yeah it was like a basically a mountain of garbage of feces and and plastics and body parts and just every dirty like rubble you could think of they burn it and then right next to a community of people that lived and you know what I mean had Mm -hmm. kids there and so now she's like an elder maybe like 60 years old and she was driving through her neighborhood and she's pointing at every house she's like yeah like this guy died of cancer his his Mm -hmm. his brother like five people died in this house from cancer this guy has lung cancer right now he's probably not going to live too much longer this guy over here his wife died and now he's alone of cancer and it was like not one or two or three or four or five people it was a lot it was a whole neighborhood you know so just things like that, bro. It's hard to see. Loved ones, she has none. Yeah. It's hard to it was it was hard to see, you know what I mean? But 
um and it was it was narrated or i guess directed by um the i can't remember the actor's name um but they were giving awareness to the whole situation and that was really cool because you like a situation like that you got to often are we hearing those stories on why does it not happen mind? every day like what like there's so many people in positions of um privilege the printing dude the printing press polluting the water hit hit worse for me oh my god they're all obviously there's no com- they're, i'm not comparing them they're all bad in their own ways and they've all been swiveled and lied to in their own ways but like the pain in the granddaughter's eyes mm. talking about her granddad mm. getting swiveled koaled run amok fooled for that yeah, nothing's gonna happen to your water. Yeah. And the very next day, all those fish yeah. floating on the surface dead. And they signed away the harbor and for like 65k. And we know how much the, the land means to indigenous people. Like well, it's sacred. To me and it's you, sacred. It's sacred it's, land. It feels like that. Yeah. At this point. I don't like I no, we talked about it last summer, so I know you're on the same boat as me with mm-hmm. this. Of like, especially last summer where we couldn't be inside too much with COVID protocols and, and stuff. Like we went hiking, we were just out and about, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you just really get your sense of God, if you don't get that break into nature, like what can you really do? So for these people, for it to be their whole lives and for them to completely tarnish it like that was hella sad. That was hella sad. Bro, the fact that, so they, they took the one chief to... Um, they explained them how they wanted to put in the plant they're like, or put in a mill. It's not going to cause any pollution or anything here. Come over here and we'll show you in Ancaster where we have a similar mill and we'll show you that it's not affecting any of the waters. So they take them over there. They show them like a fucking sewage facility water treatment plant that wasn't even the mill. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yo, look at the look at the water. Look, it's clean. It doesn't pollute anything. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, like this is it's fine. So thinking that that was a product of the mill, they they signed off on it. You know what I mean? And then the granddaughter, like you said, she explained how probably how her grandfather felt in those shoes. Like, yo, I'm getting this mill. It's gonna be. It's not gonna hurt the environment. We get we get sixty five k to help the schools and and the community i'm doing a good thing you know what i mean and then to find out that two years after the fact once the mill actually gets into operation that it instantly killed the entire Mm -hmm. marine life in that body of water bro and a lot of them killed themselves right because of the pressure and like Bro, could you imagine? The and, sadness. and and that's then where that's the what I'm saying. The sad, suicide. exactly. And imagine, the government was so slow bro, to act. Imagine bro. the lasting effects of that, bro. The government was like, they asked the one guy about it, who 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 created the bill and who signed, who was responsible for it, and they're like, did you care that the water was gonna have any effects on the land and and cause illness to the people in the community? He's like, what? He's like. What? They're not even living. It's not like they live in the water. That was his words, quote. He's like, they don't live in the water. They're, they're in eyesight of the water. It's not going to affect them. This guy them. thinks it's a beach house in LA. Bro, he was the definition of like the type of people I can't wait to die. 
Like he the a, eighty, year, the 80 year old, like now. fucking no, disgusting scum of the earth. Like, yeah, don't yeah, come yeah. across me, bro. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I was so rattled, yeah. you know. So but I don't people, even want to stay on this too no, long no, no, because it's gonna watch it. It's gonna make me want to throw hands. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like there's something in the water. It's on Netflix. It yeah. came out in 2019. It's a very. It feels like they gave it an amateur feel. The way oh, they it was, did the, it was very amateur. You know what I mean? Yeah, this isn't was, a Hollywood no, no, production. No, no, no. You this know what is I mean? handheld. And it's not a Netflix original no, either. This is ha- this Which is hand, happy handheld um, journalism. Yes. You yeah. know what I mean? This no, is like exactly. honest journalism. Check it out if you haven't watched it. That's all I'm gonna say on that. There's something you know what I mean? in the water. I'm furious at this. Moving point. Moving on. Another Netflix that I caught this week, Miles. Did you watch Mormon Murders? <laughs> Have you seen it? You, I, I saw it. Um, I put it on, but I didn't get to finish it. Or like, I think I fell asleep. You know those ones okay. where it's like halfway on? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm It was gonna, one of those. I'm going to double back. Yeah. Yeah. Double back. I'll, I'll check on you the next pod to make sure that you did. Uh-huh. You know? And it's, it's one of those docs that kind of, it got better as you actually went. It got, yeah, they they um, did a good job kind of leaving, like, the the stringing it all together to, uh, to the end, which I liked. And it was just super new. It was based in Utah. And if you, it's a good, Utah, I know through the NBA and other things that Utah kind of has this really conservative, Christian, or just religious in general, society. And I know that everyone there is white because I've looked in the crowd of Utah Jazz games for the past 15 years. <laughs> you've been looking and for, for those things yeah. tell you a lot, Miles. You've been looking for the brothers every, every home game? Because you'll tell that to a sports fan, they won't understand. Listen, if I've been watching games the there for 15 seen. years, I've noticed the type of people in the arena. Fair enough. And I ain't never seen a colored skin in the stands. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> So anyways, this Mormon murders, it was pretty cool. And the guy that is centered around, you're going to be like, damn. It was one of those evil genius kind of moments uh, with this guy. Bro, that whole scenario. I, so I'm not really familiar with the whole murder aspect of it. You know what I mean? Because I remember, like, I put it on, watched maybe 15 minutes, fell asleep, caught back in maybe the second episode or something like that. And and I just know that there, like, homie was going off. Like, like I don't know where how it went left, but you know what I mean? That whole community was, was they're getting funky. There's a yeah. lot of funky behavior happening, you know? So I'm going to have to double back on that one, you know? Like, fuck. Yeah, it was, it turned out to not really be what I completely expected really to be honest yeah 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 and it was it was like wow i can't believe i haven't heard of this guy even though again it's one of those evil genius that like Mm. do you want to tell the genius story and pass it down to the generations because it comes with the evil yeah it comes with the evil right but it's still it's not that type of evil that's like systematic or anything like that so yeah i think it's worth a watch and uh another another thing i know you consumed Mm -hmm. it was it literally came out an hour after we delivered our last podcast. Oh, okay. So energy seventeenth, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gonna see what's next, okay? Okay. okay? <laughs> we'll see what happens next, okay? <laughs> yeah, I dropped like two. That whole that EP dropped an hour after 
we delivered our last pod. Yep. Pod 17. This is pod 18 now. Here we are. We got our chances to listen. I know I bumped it on roads, in the shower, in the morning. Yeah. So. Bumped it in every. I'll let the hip hop guru speak about it. In the whip, wherever you could bump it, it got bumped. I mean, bro, it was like scary hours. Drizzy Drake dropped a three pack, three songs. You know, and if you if you heard about what we said about what we were expecting, we got exactly what we were expecting. Scary hours, which means a little bit of bars. It's getting a little spooky. Just a little reminder reminder to show the game that that I don't play. A little arrogance. You know what I mean? A little big stepper talk. You know, and uh, he Wives delivered get that. Eyed. Yo, okay, wait, wait, wait. We'll go. We'll, get there. we'll go to, uh, track by track. We're not gonna do a whole <laughs> a breakdown or anything. But so first track, what's next? Um, the summertime record anthem, energy. Like, yo, stop asking me questions. Like, if you, I, I know you're inquisitive and you're inquiring about me. But yo, listen, summertime, all I did was rest. New Year's all I did was stretch and Valentine's Day I had sex, okay? Okay. <laughs> we'll see what's gonna happen next, okay? okay? You know you know what I mean? That like that's just such a honest song, like energy, mm-hmm. right? Getting across. Um I love the beat, the vibe, the pocket. The video too is dope. The video, yeah, it is. How I, major was the I video? With, with the plane and the I just thought like Drake, you are Toronto. Like I didn't know how else to really encapsulate it. Yeah. The man went from Donuts at Billy Bishop. Facts. Popped into Dundas Square. Yep. <laughs> said what's good to Ryerson and the Beans. <laughs> then hopped on the Younger University line, took yeah. yourself to Ripley's. Yeah. Flexed in there a little bit. Chill with some sharks. Like he was Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, yeah. And then went and settled in his condo while doing cameos on top of the scene tower. Yeah. Bro, literally when I watched that, I'm like, I was I was laughing. It's, I was laughing. It's the highest bar that we've seen, right? Like we I thought about thirty-five memes. We haven't seen any. We haven't seen that level of like Toronto madness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that level of flex. You know, you pull up with the seven fifty-seven, the big joint, like the big plane, and it's just for you. It's just you and your camera crew. But speaking of that, I looked on the credits. Um, like I always do with Drake songs, just so I like to see the artists and you know the people he works with and stuff. Cause mm-hmm. there's a lot of great people he works with, um, and there is like a hundred people involved with that video. Wow! Like literally, like a hundred, a hundred people from like Damn. grips, editors, production crew, production. It's all like that's why. So when you see Drake, it's one man in front of the camera, but mm-hmm. there's a hundred people behind it. Right. You know what I mean? So shout yes. out to all those people that. That make fucking dreams come true and shit, yeah. right? How about how about the song with Lil Baby? Oh, well, well me and Lil Baby, and, uh, that was crazy. I'll, I'll be honest, Lil Baby and Drake. I think they're like what three for three at this point. Like they haven't really missed. You know what I mean? Um, but that 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 beat. That beat came on, and I was like, mm, I knew exactly what I was gonna get after Rip. You know what I mean? I was like, Drake's about to go crazy on this. And and if Drake goes crazy, that means you know that Lil Baby's going to go crazy. Lil Baby was charging some crazy numbers I saw for features, bro. Yeah, half a mil? It's Lil Baby. It? I mean, he's not getting no fucking half a mil, but... <laughs> I swear. He, he's getting up there. He's, he's, he's getting up there, you know? Yeah. And then, and obviously, it, the Lemon Pepper Lou 
Okay, there's no mm. loo. I threw in the loo. Yeah. <laughs> Lemon pepper freestyle. Lemon pepper freestyle. But first, that's where it first, came from. Let's not all, cap. No, no. First of all, I love the name of that because... As everybody knows, Rick Ross made um, some of his fortune off of lemon pepper, off of Wingstop, and like lemon pepper chicken wings, you know mm. what I mean? Speaking on that fact, so, I'm going to speak on, on Wingstop. Yeah. Canadians, we're getting shambozzled because we don't have Wingstop. The bro, Canadians deserve Wingstop? Like, bro, it's like a subway mm. with the best wings in the city. Okay. Like, okay. do you know how crazy that is? Yeah. Bro, if I go make my own deli sandwich, it will be 30. T5 times better than a Subway sandwich. Of course. But you cannot make wings like Wingstop makes at home. I'm telling you, Miles, and I specifically remember we got the salt and pepper joints, a couple of us, when we went. Because this is in Cali, right? Mm. And you waited 10 minutes. You do do the wait at 10 minutes. Well, it's, it's not chicken like, wings. You can't just... They have, they not, it's not a pizza pocket, spot. right? Exactly. It's a chicken wing. You got to cook Bro. the chicken. Forget these St. Louis, brother. Forget them. Take St. Louis and throw it in the garbage. <laughs> compared to Wingstop that's all I'm telling you St. Louis the best thing they got is their dipping sauce they literally have a market on the dill dipping sauce game uh, okay, so I got way off track no but that's a good it's good to hear your Wingstop appreciation um, so Rick Ross he owns like 25 right Wingstop so he has like a small fortune oh yeah nice of, of Wingstop yeah so. yeah Loki, I forgot that a little. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna just expose myself. You forgot that he got so much money off of Wingstop, bro. I did. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought the lemon pepper completely came from Lou Williams in Magic City. <laughs> <laughs> but this, the, I feel like that still did have an influence. I'm gonna just say that. Okay. On the yeah. Okay. Even though, okay, Rick Ross got the okay Wingstop. Yeah, Rick Ross is known for throwing these little Nava, fruits Rick and vegetables in his shit. What is it? Dice pineapples? Pears. Well, no, dice pineapples is one of the best songs. One of the, exactly. Of and then modern he era. Up, he, he eats purrs. Yeah, yeah. For his diet. Yeah. So, but but okay. So he's got he's got his money off of Wingstop, off of Bel Air Rose. Like you know the black bottle of Bel Air, mm-hmm. that that like that's Rose's bottles, and he's got a couple other liquor bottles. And of law course, enforcement. Of course, Does he get money from there. No, I don't think he gets money from the law enforcement. Okay. But he gets money from shit like um, I know he's officer what, Bobby was co- it? coming coming to coming to America too. Um, the movie with Eddie Eddie Murphy, they filmed it in his house. You know, like Say word, they I had to pay they had to pay a couple couple hundred k for it. So he gets his money from from a lot of places. So when you see Drake and Rick Ross together, there's a, a certain level of money talk. Mm-hmm. That can be said. That can't be said by a lot of other people, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah so when yeah, they yeah. have okay. like when I see Drake and Ross together in my brain, that means rich nigga talk. Like it means there's some there's there's some you might have to do a couple Googles, you know, in this verse, right? And that's exactly what you got. You know, you got you got Ross kind of yeah, you're right d- doing his thing. That wasn't there. You Ross got, sitting on two hundred thirty five acres, and that's facts. You know what I mean? Like Mom Da Muhammad, like my third cousin, facts. <laughs> nah, but yo, fam, to see to see like just success come in full circle, like if you said in ten years ago you asked me, yo, Miles, what's how's Rick Ross gonna be? What do you project him to be? He outdid my projections, you know? Mm-hmm. Same with Jizzy Drake. Yeah. Like what do you pre- like what do you predict Drake ten years ago? You asked me, he yeah. far outdid my project my projections, even though they're high. They exceeded it, right? Whenever whenever you talk about Miles or whenever I hear 
about Drake exceeding expectations in the same breath. I can't help it, brother. I can't. I can't help it. I think of LeBron James, mm. and I think of 2008. I was arguing that he wasn't the greatest. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like when I was a kid, because yeah. for us, that 12, 13 years is the difference between Neopets and podcasts. <laughs> no okay? cap between Tamagotchi, no cap, right? Tamagotchi and technology there you go <laughs> you know what i mean tricycles and whips yeah we could keep going yeah. you know the, you know the vibes apple juice and hennessy you know what i mean <laughs> so like when 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 you think about those guys from that progress clowns to no you're still trying to go at it eh <laughs> i was gonna say some sick shit there's a lot i was there's gonna say lot. some sick shit but i just let it slide <laughs> There's a lot. And, and so when, for these guys to be just sustaining that same energy and just climbing. Even climbing. It's you're ridiculous. Right. Crescendo. It's wild, man. It's like, yo, does it's to see because we're seeing greatness, right? And to acknowledge it and to really be there. It's weird almost to grow with the greatness and to like. You know what I mean? Experience it from different perspectives in your life. Like, fam, nothing... I, the morning that nothing was the same came out, it was... I, I listened to it. I skipped school. I stayed in my room. I'm like, yo, I'm listening to this album, right? Best one of the best albums. I think it's a classic. You know what I mean? But when I listen back to it now, I still think it's a classic. But it's, it's way better now. Mm. You know what I mean? So it elevated as you've grown. You look at the lines differently. Exactly. You know, like that's that's one of my favorite parts about music is growing with it and then listening back afterwards, you know? It's sick. The timeless factor. Exactly. And the noticing the difference from eras as well. It's big time. Facts. It's big time. Um, Fucking. Moss, oh, I had one morning I woke up this week. And a British man completely <laughs> disturbed my entire morning. God damn it. What do you do? What does this guy do? Who are you talking about? I'm talking about Pig Morgan. I mean, Piers Morgan. Oh. I'm talking about Piers Morgan. I here. didn't see that coming. Bro, okay, we, we've. I think it's actually been known that he's a sloth, pig, misogynistic mm. bastard. Mm. Right? Yeah, pretty much. I think Ariana Grande flamed him a couple years back. He's been known to get flamed and say stupidity and just be an arrogant, ignorant man. Right? But this one morning I woke up. So all the, I'm sure you saw the Oprah. Meg, I, I didn't the, watch it. I didn't watch and, either. Because, yo, you know why, bro? I didn't bro? watch either. I that's know, not my vibe. I know, I know. I, know. That's, that's I realize that's not for guys. Like, guys, we don't really, the whole royal family and... Fucking monarchies and I don't give a shit. I don't, I don't give a I don't know a if it's for guys fuck. and girls necessarily. Okay, I may have been are, wrong for saying but that. But just just you know mean, what I mean? Just what me and you're thinking about. Yeah. Never gave a rat's ass Yo. about the about the royal family. That's just the truth. If I see royal family news, yeah. They know I'm scrolling so fast. I'm, I'm watching. Never show me I must again. be watching the reptile section in National Geographic or something. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so I didn't pay attention to all of the internet culture yes. that came with the Harry, Meghan, Markle, Fire Oprah. Fire memes, some good memes. 
interview. Yeah. Right? But what I did remember was that Piers Morgan been sour about Meghan Markle. Because mm. one time, I guess they, they met for tea and crumpets. <laughs> right? And I guess Piers thought this was his hot date. Yeah. And Meghan Markle thought, I'm just meeting a man in Britain. I don't know what she thought. Honestly, I don't want to cap it, but I don't think that she came off as like, Piers, I'm looking to date you. You know what I'm saying? But but Morgan did. And he's been sour about it ever yeah, since. I saw that. He came he said, out. He, said, he, he, he said she ghosted him. Word for word. said I didn't even know he had that in his vocabulary. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't even know he was seeing shorties like that. Like that he was like. He's not seeing shorties. That's the problem. I was going to link it to last episode, Miles, when you got into incels. I was going to kick Piers Morgan into that group. Because okay. that's not a cap, the way he speaks about women, the way he treats them. Mm. So, so the next, so the more great morning Britain, which I didn't know about this show. Again, <laughs> I do not pay attention to yeah, what's yeah, going on in yeah. Britain. Great morning Far Britain. Far Great morning Britain, 6.30 a.m. This other gentleman on the show that I guess Piers is the anchor of, right? Called Piers Morgan out about the way he talks about Meghan Markle. Because Meghan Markle was saying she had some suicidal thoughts, potentially her mental health was wavering. And yep. this is when her and Harry pieced out from the royal family. Okay? And this is very general knowledge, I know. But so Piers Morgan took those suicidal conversations, mental health conversations that Meghan Markle was having, Miles. And he basically said outright that it's all cap. And he doesn't believe her, and she's lying, and she's exaggerating. So then this other dude yeah. who came on Good Morning Britain. Big I wish I had this guy's name. I should have jotted it down because he came with the most classiest smoke you could have ever brought. Articulated his points with the meticulousness of a well-known Shavoni Shavoni <laughs> journalist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And Piers Morgan couldn't take the smoke, fam. Yeah, he's like the last bit of smoke he could take yeah. was my dude saying she didn't have to give you the energy. <laughs> basically, of uh, she could ghost you if she wants, no problem. Who are you? You know what I mean? You ain't the Prince of Persia. You know what I mean? Sit down. <laughs> so I didn't understand all of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then. Bro, this man walked off the stage and then he was getting flamed for it. I loved all the flame he was getting. And just the fact that he can't even take a couple paragraphs of criticism towards him when all he does is literally shit on people. That's what I'm saying is his whole profession is him basically like dissecting people's opinions and beliefs. You know what I mean? And for like... It to happen to me. I mean, he's had a rough week because I guess he said a bunch of. Well, here's the thing too: is that people in that side of the world they really like love the royal family and stuff, right? Like they really like it's their everything, right? So it's they me and you just think of this as like funny jokes and like haha. We don't really. It's not really. We don't have attachment to it. True. Whereas him, True. he has like a full body attachment to like every piece of the family, the fucking duke of this, the fucking whatever of that. Like, so 
when he's getting attacked and he sees people attacking it, it's like his whole identity is getting attacked and, and, and he just, he got sensitive, you know? He stormed, thought, he stormed off his show. And he quit before he could get canceled. I mean, shit. Because, yo, here's the thing. Someone like him, he needs to... I, I think there's no problem with him. He can't get canceled. He has too many followers. I feel like there is the incels and the misogynistic men That's that true. follow him straight. I think they do. <laughs> and the pit, like You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's a demographic out there. As I've seen it with my own eyes. And... But he can't be on mainstream media at 6.30 a.m. in the morning on your cable television. Mm -hmm. Go make a podcast like Don Cherry, bro. And whoever wants to listen to you will click into the Don Cherry podcast. You know what I feel the worst for is the his co-workers. Like when he's saying all that dumb shit, Did you, you can, what he said you to can the see them. At, at you the can jump? see their faces and they're just like so uncomfortable, you know, like the man's going to get. And that's, that was worse than that was worse, like for me. I was like, bro, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. How? How? That's like blasphemy. You For know those I mean? that didn't see it, he literally made a point of his coworker wearing what he called was a skirt, but as she told him 10 times, it was a dress, maybe an inch above her knees, poor woman. And I don't give a damn if, like, you know what I mean? I ain't mad at it. Yeah. I don't know why he had to point it out and like make a point of like, look, look what she's doing. Like, Bro, he's just so creepy with it. Yeah, he's and it just so wrong. Bro, those those his style, his era, they gotta go. Like y'all, it's time. 100%. It's time. You guys That's what I mean. Kick fam. the kick the bucket. Y'all can go. <laughs> like he needs with no with with all the disrespect. Can't be on the mainstream. I mean you can, but it could just be on a channel or just like somewhere that is not you know what I mean? Well, here's the thing. We don't. I don't watch any of his news segments. It's fucking Why Pierce Morgan, bro. Why would I? Ever? Every anytime I hear this guy's name, it has negative connotations around it. And before that, all I knew him is for pressing the X. Like I don't even like, like a, bro. I didn't to me, even... he's a judge forever. He's the judge of a of an American <laughs> idol. You know what I mean? Bro, I remember when uh, Alex Jones went on Pierce Morgan and flamed him in like maybe 2016, 2017. Like that was the era. That was the most I ever spent time trying to learn about Pierce Morgan because he's a clown, bro. Some people you just don't even give want. It, exactly, you don't even want to give attention to like that. Like 100%. just leave that where it's at. You 100%. know. And I didn't on social. And I and, and, I, and again, I, let me clear this up. I don't know either sides of the argument. Royal family. Um, Megan Markel. I don't care the, about that. I don't the know. fucking fake light skin baby. I don't care about like none of it is real to me. It's all like a bad fucking medieval times book that I, I don't, don't want to read. Happening. You know, so I just it's it's irrelevant to no, me. No, I'm with you there. But what's not irrelevant is for me is for like Piers Morgan to have a stage like that. Mm. That's your get canceled. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go make your own podcast. That's fine. You, to me, being on mainstream, even though it's in Britain and I don't give a damn what's going on, still, it's like, bro, because he gives fuel to the fire of those idiot that idiotic demographic, right? It's and if true. he wants to go do it on his podcast, that's fine. So I'm so happy he quit. I don't know if he quit the, well, the, the show. Last did he, time, did the he, last wait, wait, wait. Did he, he quit the show completely or just that day? He quit the show, day? fam. No, nah, he, he quit the it. show. He offed it. Because the smoke was coming his way. He was either going to get canceled. Yeah. He decided, I'm going <laughs> to quit before I get canceled. He, he ran a Donald Trump, don't come to the White House, when Steph Curry already damn well said, we don't want to come to the White House. <laughs> Facts. That's what he did. The last time Piers Morgan got any play, 
He was on an episode of Black Mirror where the Prime Minister of Britain was about to put it inside of him. So I'm gonna leave it at that. Okay? Okay? Okay. We'll see what happens next. Okay? <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, Miles, man. You wild out. Switching on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Switching on, man. You told me something uh-huh. during this week that I couldn't goddamn believe. Okay, what I tell you? That I was told this story a hundred times and I was told it falsely. I was Uh. told it in institutions. I was told it in family settings. It was a story that's been known to be the truth. So can you enlighten me? The Rosa Parks. The The Rosa Parks. Well, I don't want to say that it's not the truth, but I just think that the story that we've been told our whole lives about the Rosa Parks scenario was just not the right information, you know what I mean? So verbatim out of Rosa Parks' uh, mouth herself, she said that, mm-hmm. so the kind of, okay, let me just explain the story of Rosa Parks was that she was sitting in the bus and she was sitting at the back of the bus and, yo, I don't even, you know what's funny, bro? I don't even remember the fake story now. Like okay. now that I'm also, trying to replay okay. it in my head. Yeah, like, yeah. Because I know like the truth. Now you're holding the truth as what exactly. your story is. So I can't Good. even remember the false like lies yeah. they used to tell. Like what I remember from what they used to tell, bro. And like I don't know where this story was injected into me. Like grade three. Because my immigrant parents didn't tell me this. <sighs> the institution told me this. Uh, or it came out of that somehow. The man. Okay? Somehow yeah. it came out of that. Yeah. And it was and this is before Twitter and shit for the kids that yeah. maybe the Gen Zs that thought, oh, you just saw it on the internet. No, when I was that young, there was no internet like that, fam. Yeah. So the story was that Rosa Parks was on the back of the bus mm-hmm. and she got told, no, she was sitting down and she refused to stand up. Oh. That's what I remember the yeah, story yeah, being. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was at the bus back where okay. the black people were, they, they okay. said okay. that's where the black yeah. people were segregated yeah. to in the back. That's more or less, yeah, the truth the, of the, the scenario. Okay, but what what was said in the in the in the little in- interview was that so basically there's the black only section of the bus, you know what I mean? And it wasn't in the back, right? That and already is 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 sending red flags, right? Hundred percent. When you said it's that, it's already I was like, going wait. against everything you ever were told, right? So, but essentially the story is the same where. Um, it's not that she will, she wouldn't stand up. So what happened was she was in her section and all the, all the other seats in the rest of the bus with, for the whites were being used. So some other white people came up to her and her friends and were like, yo, get up. Like I'm trying to sit sit down and everybody else got up, but Rosa Parks and Rosa Parks was like, this is my section. I'm not like, I don't got to get up. Right. So that, that's basically the whole historic event of the scenario. But my main takeaway from it all was just like how much information we don't know for like the truth of it, how much manipulation and broken telephone we've been playing for years and years and years and decades to the point where something that we think is like the back of the bus was really the front of the bus or the front of the bus was the back of the bus. Right. You know what I mean? Like such opposing ideas and concepts are are what's being the wolves being pulled pull over our eyes about you know what i mean 100 percent. that's one of the stories where you think okay we actually got a story from the racist past yeah a, a real the story oppressed. that we passed down so much yeah i heard like you know what i mean i heard rosa parks's name before i knew what racism mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. yeah 
Exactly. Where my brain was in my Isn't life. Isn't that weird? Like, there's certain names like Rosa Parks, Malcolm X. Like, there's certain uh, Martin Luther King. Right. You know those names before you're like seven, eight, nine, ten. You just know them. You don't understand what those names represent. Mm-hmm. Until you're an adult and it continues, right? Yeah. Like it Rando continually P. snowballs. Rando P. And it's and it's insane. Like like Rosa Parks, she wasn't sitting in the white section and was told to stand up. You know what I mean? She was in the black section and wouldn't stand up for the white people. And it's it, it, little things like that. And I wonder how much information we don't know. Like another one, um, Harriet Tubman. It's it's this is more commonly known. But another, like, she was uh, disabled. You know what I mean? She had, like, disability. She was a little slow, had a little gimp foot, not the best eyesight. And she still was a part of freeing thousands of slaves. You know what I mean? And little things like that um, need to be highlighted more. Not just, obviously, um, black history, but just history in general. Mm -hmm. Like, fam, if you told me, like, ask me, if you said, tell me something about Armenian history. I have no idea. Tell you something about Japanese history, samurais. That's where my mind goes. Tell me something about Egyptian history, pyramids. Like, there's so much more vast understanding than the Illuminati has taught us. I'm going to play devil's advocate a little. It's play. It's so hard to consume and keep all of that. I understand. You know? Like, what I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is this. When. At ten years old, when I hear Egyptians, my first mind, my first thought shouldn't be the Sphinx or the Great Pyramids at Giza. Right. Like it should be some tangible some information. history, right? Yeah, yeah. I hear you, bro. Right? That's fair, bro. That's fair. I'm gonna give that to you. And for again, sure. these are like, I'm just throwing these no, thoughts around. Ideas. This is like hey, my fucking journal. This I'm is just, what we do. I'm just jotting these thoughts down Literally. as I'm speaking. I'm not. Literally. I haven't sat on any of this very much, you know what Facts I mean? Facts or no, bro, every pod we listen to, we like bring up ideas that aren't fully formed, but just bringing them up helps me process them afterwards, Miles. Does 100%. Yeah, I have the same feeling. That's yeah. a that's a fact. Yeah. Uh, just to end off here on the last beat, Miles, I, I threw out some of my L's to Instagram today. Mm. I don't know if you've seen. Oh, I but, did. What happened to that AirPod, yeah. fam? That, yeah, the AirPod. That, that AirPod looked like it went through Vietnam and survived, you know? That, it that was a bad survive. joke. I'm sorry. That's a bad joke. It, it, um, I was riding a bike, hit a pothole, left AirPod popped out. And if you're a barker, you know you're staying by the curb. So the left means the side towards the road. Uh, by the time I could hit a UE to get the AirPod, a fruit truck. Wow. Literally a fruit truck. Yeah. Passed by me. I didn't think anything of it. I was like, let me go find my AirPod. I'm looking <laughs> and I see him. And I was like, him? Him or her. Yeah. <laughs> it's a gender neutral pod. Sure. And the pod just looked like it was just, it was just crunched. It was, it so was I picked mutilated, it up in my bro. hand and it, and, and it, I don't know why. I guess it's just that AirPods are made so slick and stuff. And to just see the crushed AirPod, bro, I smiled. I'll be honest, bro, it didn't really hurt. Mm. Like, I knew, I know that's going to cost money to buy another one. But, like, to me, it's the money does not equal me being sad. Sometimes you take L's. 100%. But that day, you're just feeling so good. Yeah. Those little L's yeah. can't even bring you down. Mm, facts. And that's how I felt today. Yeah, that happens. Because of two reasons. 
both of my elves had the reasons that I recollected to myself. First, my boy Sam told me, don't get into, ha into the habit of riding your bike with your headphones on because it makes it more dangerous. You're not aware of your surroundings of course, as much. Of course. And I'm out there with no helmet. You take away one of your I major know moms, senses. Mom's wants the helmet. There's no helmet going on. Dukes, I can't wear a helmet so at 26. So I'm out on Queen Street yeah. bumping the, we'll see what happens next, okay? Okay. <laughs> and it pops out. Mm. And it gets run over. And I thought, I looked back, I was like, you know what? I wasn't supposed to be doing this anyway. Maybe it's actually correct for me if I want to listen to music, just have the one pod in. Mm, so you're and telling, the other pod, you're telling you could me. You hear the honk of the horns. Yeah. The et cetera, the beep of the bikes behind you, maybe. You know? So I was like, all right, all right. So yeah. that's why I took that L. I see. The next L, Miles, the Boston Cream Donut with the entire <laughs> chocolate stuffed to the bag. Here's my L on that, Miles. I preach. I'm sure you've heard me tell you multiple times. Yeah. I don't really rate. I don't like Tim Hortons. Yeah. I trash Tim Hortons to people. On the I say, regular. I say, God damn, why is there every Tim why is there Tim Hortons on every block? Yeah. I get annoyed by it. What did I do? I fell in the trap. There was a Tim Hortons where I was. You fell for the trap, bro. I they fell got for the you. Trap. I dropped the donut and I was like, okay, yeah, I deserve this L2 then. No, at first it's like, we need to find a way around this. Why well, is this happening? Well, that's what I want to know because I haven't gotten donuts in a couple years and it's been a while, but I remember the feeling of getting a new donut and you pull it out of the bag and it's hard to pull out and you're <laughs> like, man, what the... F and you look inside the bag and you see the perfect circle of icing. The good at, stuff. At the, whole, the whole reason of the donut, realistically, <laughs> is on the bag. You're just like... Because the rest of the donut was baked four days ago. So I don't, under <laughs> I don't understand though why... They haven't thought of a modern solution to that. No, legit. What's up with that? I think you could just put a napkin, to be honest. Realistically. Put it on a napkin, <laughs> give me my donut. that simple. Yeah. But maybe they need to bring this to like executive talks. This needs to go to... get some new packaging yeah, you're right, going you're right. Legit, bro. This has to go yeah. to upper management. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Anything else you got on your mind, brother? Um, There's a couple of things, but I can, I, I'll keep them in the tuck. There's, it's like you said, a quick week. Not too much has happened. I mean, shit. Pen like, to paper. Pen to paper. Um... Got my midterm back. I'm getting a solid 84. So okay. that's, that's a vibe. You know what I mean? That's a vibe. Um, yeah. So shit. Let me just do a little quick little look-see looks in my notepad to see if there's anything worth mentioning really briefly. Wow. I'm actually going to talk about that because I posted it on Facebook the other day. And I'm just seeing a headline right now as I'm speaking. Sheriff reopens investigation into the death of Kendrick Johnson. Teen who was found dead rolled up in gym mat in 2013. I'll explain this to you in full detail. In 2013, I was probably peak internet YouTube rabbit hole era. Okay. Okay. And like we, talked, like we talked about before, I'm into true crime, that sort of vibe, like, you know what I mean? Like, true crime is kind of like a modern term for it, an umbrella term to just saying like, serial killer docs, books, you know, like unexplained crimes, mm -hmm. what if stories, wh where are they now stories, missing persons, like that sort of thing, right? So in 2013, the story of Kendrick Johnson came out, and basically he was a kid in high school who was found dead in the gym and he was found head first 
in a in a gym mat that was rolled up. So picture like a big gym mat, big the blue ones. big cylinder, big cylinder, and he was head first, so feet sticking up. Okay, so the story of that is he went to go retrieve a pair of shoes that just happened to be rolled up in the bottom of the gym mat, and he went in to go grab the shoes, slipped. Um, couldn't get out because it, it's tight. It's a cylinder upside down and he ends up suffocating and dying. Okay. They don't find him for a couple of days in the gym mat in the gym. Okay. Whoa. So after they find him, they, first of all, there's when they unravel the mat, when he's inside, he's black and blue. He's got cuts all over his body. He's got like defensive wounds. You know what I mean? His why it was such a big deal was because his um the photo of him his dead body was relative with the case. So whenever you googled his name, you would see that photo first, and you get like Emmett Till vibes. If you know about Emmett Till, it's just like it doesn't look human. You know what I mean? What yes. happened to him, right? So it's like how did he just go into retrieve a pair of shoes and then come out looking like this? So the investigation unfolds into basically. Him having beef with some dudes at school, a lot of racism in the area. It's one of those like Sundance towns where every like they have KKK traditions and a whole bunch of funny business. And the there's camera footage of the gyms, full footage, but the time periods that he goes into the gym and it's edited and it's missing, they can't retrieve it. File corruption, oh, no. the fucking his dad's a judge, the the main kid suspect who like he his number one op, his dad's a judge, uncles are policemen. Whoa. So the whole case gets like thrown out, fucking uh suicide, accidental. Quickly suicide. accepted as a suicide. Yeah, they brush it under the rug. Yeah. The whole family's like, Sounds there's familiar. no way this is a suicide. Look at him. He didn't like you don't die and look like that. You know mm. what I mean? What's his name again, Miles? Uh Kendrick Johnson. Okay. Um and for like fam, this picture of his brain of, of the kids, it's in my brain. It's seared into my mind. Like sometimes randomly throughout the week till this very day, wow. I'm chilling and I just think about it. Cause he was a he was played football, like at the time I was really into football. Like that was just one of the homies. He could have been a peer of mine, you know what I mean? And it was just blatant police corruption like it was never okay. i've never seen anything more blatant where it was like okay oh no it, no foul play what do you mean no foul play and this was in 2013 miles 2013 so why did it come to your mind i mean this week so this week i go on facebook facebook memories um they basically put up memories of whatever you did mm. fucking 10 years ago right whatever the case so a memory of mine came up from 2013 where I had made a post saying like rest in peace about about the scenario. Um or maybe it was even a post in 2016. It was like a memory of a memory. Like it okay. was like an inception memory, you know? Jeez. And and I was like, wow. So I made a little post about it. I'm like, I hope the family gets justice. Like that whole scenario is whack as fuck. And I just right now opened up World Star Hip Hop as we were closing the show. And on their main page was that uh, headline I said where it says, Sheriff reopens investigation into the death of Kendrick Johnson, teen who was found dead rolled up in a gym mat. So it's kind of just like coincidental, you know what I mean? Mm. And it, it's just one of those things. If anybody so why has... why do you think that is? Why do you think they opened the case back up? Because For me, they, it's some bullshit why they opened it back up. I mean... Like it's a new sheriff in town. Well, that's, that's the case. That's exactly what happened. So... At the time, I think the judge and the sheriffs, they had they were 
in the midst of like running for mayor and becoming politicians. Mm -hmm. So they didn't want this kind of situation of like um, upfront racism to kind of derail their candidacy. Yeah, and those sort of things. So they just brushed it under the table. But I'm guessing is now there's new leadership over there and mm-hmm. and they're just reopening the case to get the kids some justice because family you can't you can't you just can't do that like you can't say a man fell into a mat first of all no one would do that if if i look into a mat seven feet tall and i and i look down and i see my shoes am i going to go head first and retrieve them is that common sense i'm probably going to push the mat over and right. get my shoes from the bottom so it's just like common sense things you know what i mean about it um if anybody has some extra time, go look go look into that into that cool. case. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do the yeah, same as it, well. It's it's a it's a scary scary reminder of the things that happen to this day. For sure, absolutely, and been happening for time. We're trying to change it. We're trying to work towards it. Facts. All right, brother. Thanks a lot for joining me again. Really quickly, take a look at that autopsy. Holy okay, and Christ. and then look at him. That's him, and that's him. So you tell me, was that an accident, or is, did something happen to him? Holy Christ! Okay, say less. <laughs> All right, we're gonna sign off on that note. Go go Google Kendrick Johnson autopsy photo, yeah. and, and then holla at your boy. Yeah. On that note, and I'm gonna need you to watch Mormon Murders. I'm checking you on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching Mormon Murders. Fine. I'll watch that tonight. I'll watch right, Mormon yeah. Murders and I'll, tonight, and I'll watch. Uh, I'll watch more on Kendrick Johnson. Okay, deal, deal. 100%. Alright. Okay. This is Armin signing out. This is Miles signing out. Peace. Peace.